You've tuned into Tomcat Tales, the story of Ashland's legends from the gridiron, the court, the diamond, and beyond. It's a deep dive into Ashland Tomcat sports history. Now, here's your host, Mark Maynard. Well, hello again, and welcome to Tomcat Tales. We are at episode number five, and I'm here with Herb Conley, the football coach of the Tomcats from 1968 to 1976. We've gone through the 1972 season, getting ready to, to look at 1973. And to kind of put you in the mood a little bit, Herb, I'm going to tell you a few things that happened in 1973. Richard Nixon was uh, re-upped for president. Uh, we had the Roe versus Wade uh, decision was in 1972. Big, you know, big thing people are even talking about today. Oh, yeah. Really, yeah. you know, yeah. really big thing. Uh, 1973 was also the, the Battle of the Sexes, the tennis match between uh, Bobby Riggs and uh, Billie Jean King. I remember that going on. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and Billie Jean King beating. So that was really, that was huge, you know. <laughs> I know you'll remember this too. Uh, O.J. Simpson, it was the year O.J. Simpson uh, rushed for 2,000 yards for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You know, he was just unstoppable great, that year. Great, great runner. Oh, my great. goodness. He just had the instincts, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he was did a great player. He played for um, uh, USC in USC, college. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was also the year the uh, the Oakland A's won the World Series. They beat the Mets, and the Mets beat the Reds uh, in the National League playoff. Uh, to, to get to the World Series. And that was kind of a surprise. The Mets were like 14 games behind in July and made a big comeback and and got in the World Series and almost won it, but the, the A's won. And uh, a couple of movies that happened in 1973, uh, one was The Exorcist and uh, the other was The Sting. And, of course, they're, they're both you know pretty famous movies. But we're talking Tomcat football, and, and uh, you guys are coming off uh, a year, uh, really two years, two great years, you're uh, ten and two uh, in seventy one and eleven and two in seventy two. Only lost one game to a Kentucky team in two years, and that was in the state championship game. We talked about that. You know, disappointing loss for sure to Tate's Creek, sixteen to seven. But uh, you know, th- that was a great two year run, and that really, I thought that established the the Herb Conley era. Really, you know, from that point, nobody was questioning you anymore. Exactly. You know, how, how did you did you feel that way going in? Well, yeah, I didn't feel any pressure. <clears throat> you know, I thought uh, everybody had accepted the, the way I was coaching and what we were doing. So that that was uh, in the past. Yeah, they're, I, the I, second I mean, guessing, but well, they're always second guess, I guess. But well, they're going to second guess you even in '75. They second guess me in certain games. <laughs> That's just the way football is. There's exactly. a lot of a lot of, uh, lot of Monday morning quarterbacks or Saturday morning in, in high school football, I guess. Uh, the, you've established some tradition too, though. Not that Ashton didn't have it, but I mean, some recent tradition where you know teams were they knew what the expectations were, they knew what the off-season expectations were, and you you were pretty tough in the off-season. Sure, we lifted weights. Everybody had to lift. Everybody had to be there. If they didn't, you didn't play. I mean, you didn't. Uh, now, if you was playing basketball, baseball, uh, track, or something like that, yeah, like we want them to do it. Be doing something, playing something, be competitive. Staying in shape. And if you weren't, you're lifting. Yeah. Or you lift anyway, probably. Well, they were either run on my track team or in the weight room. Yeah. So we had a track for a team with ourselves. We had made the linemen run and uh, backs and people that didn't run the, and track me. You know, I, I know the, you know, you know, you look at what they have now uh, for weightlifting and all that. It's unbelievable. I don't know if you've been over oh, there. Oh, yeah, I've been there. They got a wonderful weight room we had that little place down there and uh but i tell you what we got a lot done there we had a lot of kids in there we'd had sometimes 70 people in there wow 
So I had to change it up. I had to have bring the juniors and the seniors in on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, and then they. Now that was under the stadium. Yeah, yeah. It was under the stadium. Mm-hmm. You've been in there. You don't hold that oh, yeah. many people. Right. And but we worked out. And we had them in stations. They had to come. And I blew a whistle when this time that we worked so long on the right. station. I blew a whistle, and I was in there working out with them. The coach. I, I made every coach lift weights except Bill Tom. <laughs> He said he he left one day and got so sore. He said, Coach, I don't think I can do this. I said, Well, if you're going to do something just like everybody else, I said, I'll tell you what, I want you to break out, get the films down, the teams we played last year, break them all down. How, where they run the ball, how many players they had back. You know, so we start the season knowing more about them than they do us. Well, that probably helped him long run more than anything exactly. because, of course, he became a, a head coach later, you know, at, at Raceland and, and exactly. Ward County and yeah. places. And, and obviously, Film was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. film. And, he, he, of course, he knew that. And uh, he got where he's pretty good at, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You had some good coaches. You had uh, uh, Bob Force, who was with you forever, it seems like. And uh, Mike, Mike Holdzapfel yeah. was, was on that staff. And, of course, Bill Tom uh, was as well. Yeah, Mike came in from uh, Raceland, coached down at Raceland, yeah. played at Notre Dame. Right. Good coach, very good, excellent coach. Yeah, great line like, coach. And great, he really was. And, uh I, I kind of hated that he, you know, you know how things would go in football or most schools. You go for so long a period, two or three years in a row, you're good. Then you kind of go down a little bit, and then yeah. you have uh, start back up and have the problem. He, he hit the lull, didn't he? He sure did. He <laughs> sure did. It was a, I, and I thought they were going to be. I thought to be honest, his first year, I thought they were going to be a little better than what they were. Yeah. But uh, you know, changing coaches and personalities and different things. Oh yeah. You, people. It's, and, uh, it's hard, uh, and you know you had such success. It was it was going to be hard to follow, hard for anybody to follow, honestly. Yeah, know? well, well, you know, I was just like uh, he's just like what I was when I come state champ, right? the, yeah. the state championship team and Jay Callum. Yeah, I, I thought about your 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 career and your teams were in the playoffs three times, which I know people think now that's that's terrible, only three times, but you made the the semis. Uh, of course, in '76, and you made the finals the other, other two games. So your three times in the playoffs were yeah. were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, when you look at Tomcat history, there's not that many teams that have actually gone even to the semis. Well, they, I'm telling you, they haven't won a region since 1990. Yeah, so think, of, so think about that. Yeah, see, that's a long time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they yeah they haven't been in the semis since yeah since they won they, yeah. since they won the whole thing in yeah. 1990 and 1990 is crazy but that was 30 years ago yeah I mean exactly I, it's been a long time so. since we won the region well anyway we'll turn the clock back again 1973 Herb and uh, this team you have some players back you have um, you know Kimbrell Mike Kimbrell's back Mike good Mike, player yeah, good, very good player you know, really good defensively and uh, great leader great leader good leader you got Jerry Kirk who who played a lot on that team you have you have a few other guys but it, it's not a real senior strong team you lost some some great players you know from that uh, 72 team exactly you know that's that's the way we when I started uh, we'd lost a lot when I first took over and then we Went through a bunch of guys, sophomores, and they'd come up to be seniors, and we had a real good season, a good team, played the you know state uh, finals, and uh, that's the way it happened. So, and and this, you know, you hate to ever say you're having to rebuild, but that's just the way it is in high school yeah, football. Exactly, exactly. You don't always, you know, there's some teams that don't. I'd like Highlands. Highlands do sometimes because I remember 
remember me talking about wanting to play them, and they weren't doing as good, yeah. and they didn't want to play us. So right, so there's we, some down years yeah, for everybody. everybody. Everybody has their yeah. down year. And, and, you know, I don't, I know you, you, you're still not expecting a down year. You're you're expecting to win. No, you know. I, I, you know, looked at what we had coming back, and, uh, you know, on this team here, we had, the, a thir- I counted out 30, about 32 players that I thought could play. Now, they needed a lot of work done, but they, they were kind of athletic and mm-hmm. uh Good, good kids, hard workers, and I really felt like that was going to be a little better season than what, what we ended up with. Interesting, though. You, you you really were sort of on the running backs. I mean, people who with experience, exactly. at least, as far as runners. And uh, But you got a couple of new guys that uh, kind of came out of nowhere. You have Hal Kendall. Yeah. Who was a track guy, track uh, hurdler? Never played football. I don't think in any sport, any other time, little league or anything. I don't think. How, how did it come about that he came out? Do I don't know. I, I, we was looking for people to play. Uh, you know, Timbo Howard, Bill Tom knew him up in Calisburg. He said, "Coach, you want me to try to get him out?" I said, "What can he do?" He said, "Well, he's telling. He said, not bad, but he's a little fella. And he says he might help us. I said, "Well, get him if he'll come here to school." Well, he did. Yeah. And uh, how and that he, was kind of not controversial, a little bit, just because. Of course, Catlicksburg was closing. Yeah, and Boyd County and, would have had, yeah. So and everybody was picking up, everybody was going to Boyd County. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the kids from Catlicksburg. Exactly. Well, they, you know, he, he took a little heat, and and uh, I don't think they liked it out there. I'm but, sure. You know, he was a good kid. And good hard, player. Hard little worker. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Hal, Hal Sh- Kendall just uh, was a track man. And he rushed for over 900 yards. Yeah, that's and that's pretty unusual. Yeah, he he was fast and great speed. Uh-huh. And he run straight up. Yeah, and but you know he took some licks, but he was a tougher for a track guy. He was really tough. Oh yeah, he he really was. I remember him uh, him running and and uh, like you say, just that straight up style. I mean, he because he never played. I don't know if he maybe he played in little league. I don't know or played hey, at, man, I didn't at, know. in junior high yeah. or something, but. Uh, hadn't played. He hadn't played for the Tomcats yet, yeah. and you know, so you know, you, you. I guess you just never know. Sometimes it works out. This this year was much like '70 though, except a little bit different because you're coming off two really not good seasons, '68, '69, and '70 was like, oh no, you know, and you're playing a lot of sophomores. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm reading some sophomore names on this team. There's Terry Bell. There's Chuck Anderson. There's uh, Greg Jackson. There's some players that Casey's young. Rick Sang. There's some players that we find out in a couple of years, really, really this year and next, yeah. who are pretty good. Exactly right. Uh, did Did you see, you know, because I know you you watched the Cole Putnam teams oh, yeah. and things that did you did you see that group and say, wow, we we got another good group. Yeah, coming. yeah, we looked at it. we uh, you know we went over and watched that. Always watch that Cole Putnam game and put. Uh, you know, we'd heard about them a little bit before, and, knew, and we first time we saw them, they were pretty good sized kids then. You know, just needed yeah. like Casey, he was pretty tall, about six one, and Bell was about six one. Of course, when they played, I think Casey weighed about two thirty something when he played the junior and senior year. Yeah, and Casey Jones, you're talking about, mm-hmm. and he was bigger than what we put in the program. And uh, Terry Bell was a good size. Yancey Ramey was Yancey big. Yancey Ramey was big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Terry Lewis. Terry Lewis. Terry Lewis uh, Greg Blocker, my and, goodness. Uh, uh, Raymond Hicks. Oh, yeah. You said, well, Raymond. See, Raymond didn't play in that state championship uh, game when we played. In 75, yeah. 75. Yeah. Well, this, of course, you're going to, you know, you're going to have to probably play some sophomores and, and some juniors. You know, this is, this is going to be more of a, of a probably rebuilding type year. 
you guys opened the season against Franklin County on the road. It's it's unusual to me that you played so many road openers. It's mm-hmm. it's I don't know just how it worked out. Yeah, you know, that plus I told everybody we could get to play. You know, so you had to take what you could get. Yeah, uh, Franklin County, to, you know, uh, Central Kentucky team, uh, a tough, hard fought win. You you beat them twenty to fourteen. Hal Kendall makes his his Tom Kate debut and rushes for seventy seven yards. And Timbo Howard rushes for forty three. Yeah, exactly, that's our two recruits. So here's the yeah, yeah. here's the new guys. You know, uh, getting the job done. I, I know the previous season you you split between Kimbrell and Kirk, uh, Mike Kimbrell and Jerry Kirk at quarterback. They kind of that it's like nobody really established themselves too much. They exactly, both, I tried to work it in. I tried one to settle in on one, but I, one would have a good game, yeah. another bad. Then they, it seemed like they just traded on the trade at all. And they were both great defensive players. Super. So, you, so they're going to play, yeah. and they're probably going to play both ways. Yeah. But uh, and I think Kimbrell got most of the snaps at quarterback this senior year. And, you know, he just he was natural leader. We talked about that yeah. a, a little little earlier on the earlier episode. But, but Mike, was, he was a good leader. He was a good leader. A good leader both ways, defense and offense. Right. So he's, he's definitely somebody you can count on. So uh, we go on, and, and uh, there's a kind of a rude awakening in game two. Uh, you're playing Lexington Lafayette, and Lafayette wins 38 to nothing. And, and I'm sure I don't, you probably don't remember much about that game, except it was bad. I know they wore us out. They, uh, they run an option play. They run it on us all night, and we just had trouble stopping it. Yeah, didn't make the adjustment or made the wrong adjustments. Or, made the wrong adjustments. Yeah, and when you do that, boy, you you, you just shake your head and, and – uh, you know, when 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 a team – how frustrating is as a coach when a team just keeps running almost the same play and, and you're not stopping it? Well, it's a, you know, you, you wonder what we – we substituted and substitute different people to get in and see if we can change the problem, and it didn't work that night. Yeah, 38 nothing. No matter who we played in there was not getting it done. That's a, that was a, that's a bad loss. One of, that's one of your worst losses, really, probably, you know, uh, in, in your coaching career. Other than uh, Highlands. Well, we don't talk about Highlands anymore. <laughs> We're done with him. Uh, so you, you come back, you and uh, and how Kendall in that game he rushed for eighty yards. I mean, he he has taken to this running game, isn't he? I mean, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was he, for a guy that just played first time in in, in high school. He he did a great job. How, was he? How tough was he inside? Well, I don't know if we ran him inside much. I don't. Yeah. Know if, I think I kept him off tackle or inside, outside because yeah, you know, get in there mixing up. You get. Uh, get <laughs> I didn't want to get really hit real hard in there one time. He quit. You had a, you had a fullback, Rick Smoot, who was pretty tough and strong. Yeah, well, Rick was. Uh, he was a guy you could put in for a play or two, and then yeah, uh, he he could if he get ready, he could get two or three yards. For so you. you ran the wishbone with this though. Oh yeah, we ran a wishbone. No, always we, ran yeah, the wishbone. Always ran a wishbone. Yeah. So this this was the so you probably had Howard and, and Kendall at your running backs and at your halfbacks and and uh, Smooth, I guess. Yeah, Smooth. Kirk ran some probably at fullback yeah. and you know we we, we alternate people. You had there. a lot of people. We yeah. had Mike Crawford run a few in there. We had different people run in there because right. we could never settle on a fullback for you know. Right, and that, and you know, as we talked before too, fullback so key in that wishbone. Yeah, big key. Got to have that guy. That's where we really were needed. Somebody could come in there and run that spot and run those uh, that dive that in dive there. Play, yeah, yeah, make sure you get three or four or five yards right. every clip. You come back though, and and uh, this game, the fullback actually did a great job. Smoot, he had eighty-two yards rushing against Meade County, and you all squeak out a twelve to eight, and that's the home opener. Always great to win the home opener at Putnam Stadium. Yep. That gets the fans behind you a little bit, you know, because you're you're coming off a, a stinging stinging loss there in that second game, and uh, people were probably not too happy. So you come back and you and you beat Meade County twelve to eight. 
And uh, then then comes Harrison County the following week, and that's a home game. Always tough, Harrison County. You you kind of we've kind of set the stage with them. You coached there, and and they they had a great program going back then. Exactly, Bill McKee was the head coach there, and he did an outstanding job. But I think at that time that year, that he he didn't coach there, and they, the one of the assistants took over. Okay, and so they kind of kind of rebuilding a little bit yeah, there. Yeah. So you beat, you win that game twenty to seven. Uh, Hal Kendall again, one hundred thirteen yards, his best game yet. And uh, Timbo Howard goes for 57. So the, the new guys continue to, to, to make a statement there. Uh, the next week you play Hazard. And I, and I know that game had to be uh, – you, you had to look forward to that one. I think it seems like you played Hazard. Maybe, yeah, you played Hazard the year yeah, before yeah, too. Yeah. And this one's a Putnam though. And, of course, Hazard, Hazard became kind of a little rivalry – just because they wouldn't play yeah, back exactly, in 71. Yeah, exactly, because there's where our problems and their anger really got with, with <laughs> yeah. Hazard. Of course, these guys maybe not remember it, but, no. you, but you didn't forget no. it. No. Uh, and, and, uh, and you beat Hazard. So, really, you beat Hazard 28-8. to How Kendall gets nearly 200 yards in that game. 194. I mean, he's becoming a star. Uh, I yeah. mean, not just a player. Exactly. He, you know, he look at them. He's he for the entire year. His, his numbers are, are fantastic. So at this point, Herb, the Tomcats are four and one, and and looking pretty good, really. You know, Lafayette was clearly a better team. You know, even though you couldn't stop the option, but I mean, they were probably the, the better team. Obviously, yeah, they were. thirty-eight nothing. So you play. You're going back to Lexington, uh, and it's another bad night. Uh, Brian Station this time. One of the few times Brian Station beats you actually as a coach, but they they laid it on you that night, they forty sure to did. six. They got in. It was pretty good. Yeah, forty to six and. Uh, Kendall and Gothard were the leading wrestlers that day, 47 and 34 yards, respectively, with them. So now you're four and two, and you're coming back home to to face uh, Ohio County. One of the few times I think Ashton's ever played. Yeah, Ohio I guess that's the only time we've ever played him. I'd say that. I think it probably is the only time. But what a great game! Uh, 22 to 16. Yep. You know, certainly a game you, you could have lost, but you didn't. Uh, How Kendall goes for 116 yards and a pair of touchdowns, and uh, you beat Ohio County. Uh, by that uh, one touchdown margin, 22 to 16. So this season's really not looking too bad. I mean, really. And you still have uh, you still have some rivalry games coming up, and uh, that you know it's it's really uh, it's it's looking pretty good. Uh, and then along comes Russell, and I know you don't like them, and you hate to lose them, but this one was that was the second. Worst loss I ever had to them. Yeah. First one was when uh, they beat us six to seven to nothing. When they beat you the first time. Yeah, first time ever. they ever beat us. And, and this they, one was 28 zip. Yeah. Mike Kimbrough talked to him uh, on uh, social media and he, he said that was the worst night of his life, is mm-hmm. what he called it. Yeah. And he said those Russell people were chirping uh, the players every quarter. They were letting them know who was ahead. They were just letting the Tomcats have it. Well, I, I, I probably had a little bit to do with that before the ball game. I always talked to the players, and I didn't know they, were, you know, they could hear from where we are on our side and their side where they're dressing. I didn't know they That's could. The hear. field house there. The field house, and uh, so I always gave a little bit of talk, and I was talking about how we're going to hit them. I want them to hit them. I want to lay it on the field. I said they're not real tough. You just hit them and hit them, and well. They were listening. They were listening every word after the ball game. Because I don't know if it was after the game, but after a couple of weeks after that, I run into a couple of their players. The coach appreciates your talk the other night at the ball game. He said, fired us up. And I, and I asked different ones. I said, yeah, they can hear what you say. I said, boy, 
I, I didn't know uh, that. W- would you have changed your tone a little bit? Yeah, I'd have talked lower. <laughs> <laughs> you still said you want to hit them, though. Yeah, I know you okay, would have. Yeah. Herb, how, how important do you think, you know, motivating the team before, before a game was? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, sometimes I think it's really good. Sometimes it depends on if they're, they're fired up. You know, they're really ready. And you could tell, right? Yeah, I think I could. In I pregame, always, I mean. Know, in the week. In the week right, of practice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I always talk to them, you know, Went over to you know the past players of their dads and moms and watching them. Mm-hmm. You know, you're performing for a lot of people, student body, the people played before you. You know, I just went over a lot of stuff with them, uh-huh. and I tried to get to hit a little bit on that every ball game. Okay, because I wanted them to know the purpose of this. You know, getting after people, winning, and winning big if we can, because mm-hmm. we want to be considered the best football team that ever played around here, and uh, that's what it used to be. You know, it's right. it's a hard. Uh, these are guys that played many years ago. They sure built a tradition that's hard to follow. You went seven years in a row and didn't lose a ball game, won a national championship. These things are big. Like I was telling you, Tony Love, Vic Marsh, buddy, they did a super job of yeah. pushing that. Yeah, of, of playing off that and but, saying, yeah, yeah, playing with, you know, you're playing, you're not just playing for yourself, you're playing for the exactly. tradition. Exactly, you're, you're playing for the tradition of the school. Right, right. But that tradition means a lot. Yeah. That's where we got started, and that's how people talk about you, and that's what people expect. You play that way. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when those guys, you try to make eye contact, right? Oh, yeah, I made eye contact with them. And, and I know they knew you were mad when that nose quenched up. It was, <laughs> it was trouble, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, they always, they knew when I was upset. <laughs> uh, it was, you know, a different era of coaching, too. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, you, you don't see them getting up close and personal like that anymore. Well, see, back then you could grab them by the face mask. Yeah. And, but see, I wasn't always chewing them out a lot of time. I tell them I loved them. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, you didn't know what I was telling them half the time. And so if parents and people thought I was, and I'd tell old Chuck Anderson, I'd, I'd chuck them and hit you to the side of the head as hard as I can. I'd think I'm beating on you. And I said, that, I want you to hit them players just as hard. <laughs> and I'd hit him, hit me harder, hit me harder. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure oh, Tuck yeah. was like that. Well, kind of interesting. I didn't mean to chase that rabbit. But so you're at that point now, you've lost. Uh, now you, yeah, you, you lost to Russell 28 nothing. Those are hard to get over. Uh, in that game, uh, they did stop Kendall. They must have. Uh, they they must have clogged the outside or something because uh, Gothard was your leading rusher with 52 and Jerry Kirk had 38. Uh, Kendall's not listed, so I don't know what he had, but it's probably obviously it's less than 38. So probably his his lowest rushing game, you know, to this point. Uh, but still, the good season's still ahead. You have uh, you got Hainton High, your old nemesis, the team you you get mad about every time you coach them, uh, coach against them. And you're going up to Fairfield again. I know that's a place you probably just soon not not see again. Uh, and another tough loss to yep. them, fourteen uh, seven. Remember anything about that one? No, I really don't. I don't. I remember much about that ball game. We played up there, and uh, oh, Huntington High. Yeah, I tell you, I think uh, that might have been. I don't know if that's Bob Sings last year or not. Uh, As a head coach, you went to Huntington East. Yeah, it might have been. It was close in that time. Yeah, I think I, you might be right. I think that uh, was it. And uh, Kendall had a good game, though. He rushed for 71. Howard rushed for 52 in that game. So now you've lost two in a row and three out of four, and probably the, the fans are probably, uh, I don't like that. Yeah. You know, they're not going to come after your head because you've had two great seasons, but but they're not happy. No. You know, they're not happy. And um, But you still have Boyd County ahead. You got First, though, you got to play Covenant Catholic. And you, you guys have kind of set up a little rivalry with them. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, from the first time they even had a program. And you're playing them every year. Yeah. 
you know, I'm, I can't imagine playing never, them every year now. Yeah, they, they, they uh, you know, they were just, a, a, you know, they could still do the same thing when I was coaching as they do now. Yeah. You know, they could Pick get, from anywhere. Uh, yeah, recruit any place they did. Sometimes they did a good job re- recruiting. Other times they didn't. Yeah. But they were always good and always big. That, at, at what point, or was there a point, where you started playing uh, some of the sophomores? Oh, you well, I, well, I don't remember exactly what point, but I, I know all those guys were sophomores, Bale and, and all those some guys. Some of those guys were already playing, right? They were right? playing. Yeah. You know, they were playing during this time. Uh, it wasn't so much rebuild. They were just the better player. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. were like, uh, uh, I know uh, Casey was starting. Uh, Terry Bell was starting. Uh, I'm not sure who else was starting. I don't, did Chuck didn't, I don't think. Maybe Casey. Chuck Jones. may have started. Uh, of course, Alan Mayo's on that team, another sophomore. Rick Sangs, did he know he didn't start until he was a junior? I don't yeah, think. he started when he was a junior. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, Terry so Bale. Uh, there's a few. Uh, but at any rate, you're you're going into these last two games. You, you're, you're, you're playing Covenant Catholic. It's the last home game. And another hard-fought game, and, and you guys pull it out, 14-10. Uh, defensive game sounds like uh, Kendall rushes for 104, Kirk gets 50, and and you beat the Colonels 14-10, and you know that's a good win beating Kevin the Catholic. Exactly, anytime you beat them at home or away, it's a big win. And that clinched a winning season for you. You're six and four, and you know the game of the, the century is coming up. And and I think if you had won, you were in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it was a it was going to yeah, determine the district. Yeah, this was a uh, who goes to the playoffs. This was who 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 goes who moves on who's. Who starts basketball is yeah. what it amounted to. Yeah. So, and Boyd was that was one of the best teams Tom Scott has ever had, mm-hmm. maybe his best. Yeah. And in nineteen seventy three, um, is that the year they got beat by Paducah? That's the year they made they they end up making it to the finals, oh, but yeah. they almost didn't get out of Cannonsburg. Yeah, uh, you guys, you guys go out there. I remember there were so many people out there. It's I don't know that they could have put another person in that place. There were people all over that hill. There were people. Up standing behind the the Boyd County stands, there was people. All the Ashland people were there. My yeah, goodness, it was like that every game. It was like a when Tom Scott. It was like the I, Super Bowl or something. Yeah, every game. That was, of course, but at that time, that was uh, I think Tom's last season. And the and the the now he had one more. Oh, one more. Yeah, that's right. The 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 the, 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 the stakes were high. You know, they were undefeated. Number one, ranked number one in the state, mm-hmm. undefeated, and. By all rights, they should have run you out of Cannonsburg. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, talent-wise. I mean, Chaney, Keelan, Del Vesey, all those guys yeah, that were so yeah. good. Uh, but you played Boyd County, and, and I remember you, you got ahead of them. Uh, Wendell Fugit picks up a fumble and runs it 50, 60 yards for a touchdown. No, Wendell was a good football player. Yeah. Hard-nosed. He's tough not real kid, big, but he's a tough young man. Had some speed. Huh? He had some speed. He, yeah, he had some speed. He's quick, very mm-hmm. quick, and he's tough. He was as tough as anybody. But he scooped up that fumble, and uh, and boy, all of a sudden, Tomcats are ahead. Boyd comes back. I think then you you go ahead again, and we talked about this the other day. It was, it was the fumble ruski uh, with uh, Hal Kendall. Hal Kendall scores the touchdown. He's, he lines up as a center with a, a number, I don't know what, 50 or 55 or a, a lineman um, number. He changes jerseys. And I, I he had to probably check in, right? He might have had to check in and yeah. say you changed or whatever. And uh, and of course you, he snaps the ball to the quarterback who he don't, he just puts it in the quarterback's hand. And, he, the quarterback and, and, and then, then don't 
he don't. He doesn't it. take it. No, that quarterback and drop it. And you you you're you're acting like a power sweep or something to the right. Yeah. And once everybody's momentum was headed that way, because they're looking for Hal Kendall. Yeah. You know they you know they're or they're looking for the, you know whoever that the, the, oh, the running back pitch. was. Yeah. It's probably we're Howard at that point. And uh, and all of a sudden, I, I it, you know Kendall's got the ball and there he goes and he and he outruns him. I don't know. It's a long run. I can't remember how long, but. That runs for a touchdown. Yeah, that one scored. See, that's the second time we ever run it. I think it was the first time we were, we were in the SC. So who called that play? Do you remember? I don't know. Who, who put it in? Well, Jose Apple was talking about it one day in practice, okay. and he said, here's a good play, trick play, Coach. You want to try that? I said, let me see it. And I looked in, and I said, yeah, that don't sound bad. We're getting the things that we need to run when, when, when it's uh, close or something. He said, we got fumbled. I said, we're not going to fumble. I said, I don't want the ball to hit the ground. Yeah. He said, well, if they catch it, there'll be a penalty. I said, well, we deserve it. If they catch it, they, they, we'll take it. And, uh, so the ball never touched the ground. No, no, never touched the ground. You just you snapped it. He held it. Yeah. And the quarterback acted like he had it. Yeah. And then. He just turned around. But when he turned around, he turned to his back to the defense. Yeah, so they don't know. And then pitch like it was a pitch. Yeah. So, and, uh, so they're chasing that running back. Yeah. And then. And Hal waits a second till everybody's gone, and then nobody ain't nobody gonna catch him. No, not on that night. Yeah, so he ends up scoring. You guys go ahead. Uh, Boyd scores late. You were thinking Keelan maybe broke one off uh, 50, 60 yards yeah, late yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, I think it was about a minute and something to go in the game. Yeah, and, and they end up and they kick the extra point and they and they win the game, fourteen thirteen. Fourteen thirteen. But I tell you what, the game wasn't really over at that time. We had about a minute something to go in the ball game. We get the ball. And we uh, we get the ball, and I remember the ball being on a 35-yard line. We had about 20 seconds to go when we were running. I think it was third down. And so I run a screen bomb pass. And we run, to, run a screen to the left, which Jimmy Johnson's a fullback. Jimmy could throw it. He's left-handed. It's on the left-hand side. And so we uh, I called the pass. Willie Thomas, Willie Tough football player, good oh, offensive yeah. end, good defensive end. Willie got so far in open, I mean, it's 20 yards in, in, in open. All he had to do is catch it, and we'd be in touch here. But Jimmy, that ball slipped out of his hand. It looked like somebody had shot it in there. And I, I, have, I should have had a check there for the ball game, but if somebody shot it. It just but, died, huh? But it, no, it just started. Wounded duck. Wounded, yeah. yeah, just flipping around. And if we'd got it caught, it would we'd won the game. Wow. So that you know didn't happen, but uh, it, wouldn't it, that have been, been a finish? Been, oh, it'd been a big good. It, treat. It'd probably been a ride out there because <laughs> they uh, that was you know of course Boyd Boyd wins that game. They're undefeated, ranked number one, and the next week I'm pretty sure uh, they play Middlesbrough out of Boyd County. Exactly, and Middlesbrough stuns them, twenty eight fourteen. Yeah, what was it? Twenty eight fourteen. No, actually, I'm sorry. That was the next year. Yeah, Boyd, because Boyd ended up going to the finals this yeah, year. That's right. Good. Boyd went to the finals. Like they had, they, it seemed like they, they. I know they played Paducah, and they had some people hurt uh, going in. You know, much like you guys in '72. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Boyd, the the Middlesbrough game was the next year, but Boyd, uh, you know, great. That was a great football team. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. 73. Yeah. My goodness. They, they, they had both of those, you know, they were just like us. We were in 71 and 72. Yeah, had the stud banks. Had the and, people that could run, block. You, yeah. you had it all. And, 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 uh, and they played good defense out there, always did. So, yeah, so this season, that was, you know, that, that was a loss. But you know what? That was kind of a – I know there was no moral losses or, or whatever, you know, in, uh, in Tomcat football. But 
That was that was a good effort. Well, it was you good. Know. It was good effort, and but you know, think about it, the loss is loss, and you know, yeah. still stings. It still hurts. Yeah. It still hurts, and uh, even the, when you win, sometimes like that, you win. But sometimes you get you learn a little bit too. They, we didn't yeah. give as much effort, or we weren't mentally as ready as we should have been. Right, learn a lesson. Always taking this team lightly. Right, got to watch, or we're not going to be moving on. Right. So the the season's over. Uh, you finished six and five, and uh, you know you look. I look back on this, and and uh, you know Kendall, how Kendall was probably maybe the story of the season as mm-hmm. much as anybody really. Yeah, yeah. A, a senior who who came out and and played football and had nearly a thousand yards rushing, and. Uh, you know, Mike Gothard, who was a a, a junior that year, uh, he scores thirty eight points. I mean, he's you know he's starting to establish himself a little bit uh, for for the future, and uh, he must have been a short yardage guy for you uh, near the goal line or something. Probably was. He yeah. probably had him at fullback some because yeah. he's a big boy. Uh, you have some promising sophomores who are, who are now going to be juniors coming into that seventy four season. I, I need to ask you about one more thing before we kind of close out seventy three, and uh, that, that's the Bill Gammon situation uh you know he bill bill oh, yeah. bill died and it was in the off season yeah uh, i remember uh i was a i was a junior this year as well but i remember the the announcement coming over the loudspeaker that coach Conley wanted to meet uh want all the football players to come to the gym i think they said mm-hmm. and they you know they sent that over the loudspeaker and you know we, of course nobody knew that was early in the morning yeah. Uh, do you remember all that? Well, I don't remember. All, I, I remember that they, they'd call me. And I, the next thing, I, I remember someone called me at the house and told me about, and I don't even remember who it was. It, I was in shock, really. Well. Yeah. Said he was taking a, a, a bath. Right. In the bathtub. Right. And he always did. He had a radio going. Right. Some way, somehow, that radio got knocked off in there and electrocuted. Yeah, I re- yeah, I'd always heard he was adjusting an antenna or something. I don't know. I, I, anyway. Yeah, we never did find out or anybody said because nobody was in there. Right. And uh, but it, it was. Uh, well, that was. I, I, and then, of course, the, the, the football players, you know, came back after that meeting. And that's kind of how the word spread to the yeah. student body yeah. as yeah. to what happened. Yeah, yeah, you know, Bill yeah. was a well-liked uh, oh, young man. Yeah, and, smart. Uh, yeah, very he, smart. He was a good football player. And a good football yeah, player. Yeah, good, good lineman. Yeah. But that, uh, and, and I know that. That's you know that not exactly connected to this, but a little bit. You yeah. know, he was oh, yeah. he was part of that team in '73. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, he was a center. Right, right. So uh, anyway, that was that was tough. That was tough for sure. So um, anyway, 1973. That's it for it. Uh, the Tomcats finished six and five in uh, in your fifth season. And uh, we still got some great ones ahead, Herb, uh, coming up. And, and I know you're looking forward to them, and I am too. And I, I hope the listeners are. Uh, this was a this was an d- interesting season. It was a good season. It had some good wins. Had a couple tough losses. Probably three tough losses, and then counting Boyd, four tough losses, I guess. Uh, but uh, you know, the, the sun came up the next day, and, and the Tomcats got ready for for the 1974 season. So we're going to be uh, back with that in the, in the next episode. We hope you've enjoyed Tomcat Tales. <laughs>